Well, this is it. It's finally happened. I've had people in my life saying, Kevin, you need to start a podcast. You need to do that. Maybe do a YouTube videos. You need to put out some content. Um, I've had a lot of friends who say, hey, you know, I, I kind of live vicariously through your experiences, through your travels. And um, I didn't want to do this at first because I don't really want to feel all about self-righteous. Uh, in my opinion, you know, my life is just a mundane uh, existence. But, you know, if it makes somebody happy to listen in and to see what I'm doing and maybe to hear my thoughts on a the subject, then I guess I will oblige. So welcome to Podcast One. Number one. Well, here we are. I'm actually driving through Illinois at this time. I'm on Interstate 72. I'm headed to make a delivery. I have some steel plates on the back of the trailer, and we're going to try and get over here shortly and get this delivered. You know, it's uh, it's interesting to me how much weight a truck can carry. And I say that because I don't think people really appreciate the gravity of the situation. No pun intended. Roughly 10 feet behind my body, I have plates of steel. There are three stacks high, three stacks long, a total of nine. And those nine bundles of steel total about 40,000 pounds. So you think about that for a second. I have roughly 9,000 pounds per stack, 3,000 per bundle. Each bundle, about two feet wide by six foot long, weighs as much as one car. And there are nine of those bundles. So I have essentially nine cars behind me. Now, it doesn't sound like a whole lot until you realize that this truck and trailer combined right now is sitting close to 76,000 pounds. Now, that's a good bit of weight. And if you imagine a 3,000-pound car, you can easily see how quickly you can have 25, 26 cars here in total, the weight of 25, 26 cars rolling down the road it's 70 miles an hour. Now, I know trucks are a common occurrence. They're a common sight on our roads, especially if you live on Interstate 70 or ever travel Interstate 70. There seem to be a lot of vehicles in between of Columbus over that way towards Dayton. <coughs> Excuse me. But I think because they're so common, we forget about how massive these vehicles really are. Now, I say all that to say this. One of the main reasons why I wanted to do this podcast, it's not so I can complain, but maybe so I can bring some insight that other people just don't see or aren't familiar with. You know, I've told friends of mine before that if we were smart in this country, one thing that we would do during driver's ed training is we would allow students who are in driver's ed to ride along in a tractor-trailer. I think if you're able to have a truck driver, a local truck driver, to take two or three students with him for one day's journey, I think they'd see a lot of things on the road that would give them some insight into how we can make each other's day and our travels safer, more enjoyable. I think a lot of the problems we have are actually due to ignorance. Now, there are some people who don't know what that word means. Ignorance is not a bad thing. 
you know, ignorance just means that you don't know. A lot of times we don't know that we don't know. You know, it kind of reminds me of that saying um, about the known knowns and the unknown unknowns and unknown knowns and all those things, and it gets confusing. But the main thing is, I think as time goes on, we need to realize that there's no reason for us to not want to learn. There's no reason for us to stay stagnant in our lives. We each have the opportunity to learn more and more and to become better individuals, to become more knowledgeable and to become more effective. You know, I know a lot of people who say, well, I'm out of school. That's over. I don't, I don't have to study anymore. And that's actually a depressing way of looking at things. Now, I'm not saying that we all love school. I'm not saying that we love sitting in a desk and, and working on homework all day long or doing multiplication tables, things of that sort. But there's a lot more to learning than that. And frankly, in my mind, hands-on learning is some of the best learning experience you'll ever have. I think being out on the road at first was something I wanted to do just because I was a young boy and I always looked to these big machines and I thought how, how cool it would be to just be behind the wheel of that vehicle. It could be a dump truck or a tractor trailer or a skid steer. It, it didn't matter what it was really, but to me the bigger the better. You know, which would you rather control, a, a D5 or a D11 dozer? Well, heck, give me the big one. Give me the big dozer. That, that'll be fun. And that's kind of how I've I've gone through life. You know, what would I like to do? Well, I'd, I'd like to fly. What do you want to fly? Do you want to fly Cessnas? Well, I'd, sure, I, I would. But I'd rather fly a Learjet. I want to go fast. I want to climb like I'm in a like I'm in a race car. I want to have more power than I need. Would I fly a commercial airliner? Yeah, I probably would. I don't know if it'd be something I'd love to do. I'd probably rather fly a cargo plane, frankly. But that being said, for those of you who know me, uh, perhaps you know that one of the things that I've done is I've decided to go back to school. You know, I was working for a while with a company called HD Supply that changed their name to Core and Main. I was working with a friend of mine named Brian who asked me to come and to work with him there at the facility. And I did. I worked there for a while. I had a couple of different jobs there. I, I worked as a delivery driver for them, delivering pipe and water pipe, sewer pipe, fresh water, storm water, uh, fire hydrants, backflow prevention units, you know, all sorts of different things, valves, pressure reducing valves, things of that sort. And it was interesting to deliver those things and to kind of get to see a little bit of how they're used and the application in which they're they're being utilized. I also worked on the inside sales side of the company as well. So I got to see the outside salesman's operations, speaking with and dealing with the customer and kind of be a little bit of an intermediary between the two sometimes. So I had a lot of opportunity to learn in that certain uh, position in those two positions that I worked, <coughs> excuse me, but I never really felt satisfied. And I found that out about a lot of jobs that I've worked, in which I've worked, I've just never been fulfilled. 
And, you know, I have to ask myself, why do I feel that way? Why is it that, that we feel certain times like, like things just aren't working the way that we had hoped? Why is it that sometimes we feel like we're just not getting anywhere? Like the life that we're living is just not what we're meant to do. And I've heard some people say to follow your passion, you know, and other people say, well, that's stupid. Um, you know, Roe, Mike Rowe, um, says that we need to, you know, sure, you can follow your passion, but that might leave you broke. You need to, you know, don't, it's not about working smarter or working harder. It's about, you know, doing both. You you can work hard and smart at the same time. I think a lot of times we're so worried about the financial aspect of what we're doing that we forget to think about the fact that maybe what we're doing isn't taking us where we want to be. You know, I I really think that we need to look for those careers and those jobs in which we're happy and we're for, we're, <laughs> we are fulfilled in life. Far too often, I think it's all about the money. Well, I'm going to do this job because that'll pay the bills. Well, sure, it'll pay the bills, but what's going to happen in five years? Are you going to be wanting to live at that same level? Are you wanting to only make that amount of money? And if you are content with that level of, of income, then, then fine. That's not a problem at all. And it's not all about the money. It really isn't. But sometimes we have to ask the question, would you like more? You know, as human beings, I think we always want more. As men especially, you know, we, we want a better pay. We want more home time. We want more flexibility. We want more perks. You know, we, we want it all. But what we are doing might not be helping us get to where we want to be. So I think in life we need to focus on where would we like to be in a certain number of years? And is the job or the path that I'm on, is it going to lead me to where I want to be in the future? So whenever I was working for HD Supply, I was sitting in the chair, I was doing my inside sales position, and I just got to thinking to myself, this is stressful. This isn't bringing me happiness. It's not bringing me joy. And it just never seemed to to get better. It just seemed like every time I showed up to work, there was, you know, more work to do, and it never got easier. It never got to be more enjoyable. It was just, it was just a pain to deal with. And that's not how I want to live my life. You know, I really do think that if you find something you're passionate about, you're not going to worry about working as much. It's not going to be an issue. And if you're enjoying what you're doing, then you're going to want to do that more often. Overtime is going to be an opportunity for you. There will be chances for you to do things outside of work. Um, you know, more opportunities for overtime and things such as that. So with that being said, I was sitting in that chair and thinking, you know, this isn't what I want to be. This isn't where I want to be. And where do I want to be? What did I want to do? Where do I want to go? So I decided to go back to school. I decided that I wanted to go. I wanted to get a degree in aviation. Frankly, I wanted to get a degree. You know, I, I think as children, no matter how old we are, we're still our parents' children. You can be 60 and still be 
your parent's child. But I think as children, we always want to please our parents. You know, we want them to be happy. Uh, and we want them to be, you know, satisfied with how we've how we've done, how we've lived, how we've grown up. And looking back, I can see that I've made mistakes over the years, and I'm sure we all have times. But I was thinking, you know, I, my parents have worked hard to get me and my brother where we are, and it really kind of hurt me that, you know, stopping to think that. I haven't done the things that I'd like to, that I haven't achieved the things that I'd like to. And, and don't get me wrong, I'm not complaining. I'm not complaining by any means. I've, At times I've made more money than most people my age. But I was never really happy. So now the goal is aviation. Now I made it through two years, four semesters of aviation school. I was attending Fairmont State in their aviation administration and management role. And I was on the non-flight side. So this is this is a a path to where you could work for a uh, an aviation uh industry company. You could maybe also work for the government maybe in uh, something I think would be interesting is perhaps the NTSB go and as morbid as it might sound go and see some of these plane wrecks and plane crashes and try and find out what went wrong and how can we make things safer going forward what lessons can we learn there's all sorts of opportunities out there but you know it just depends on what you want to do and i think the thing that we have to realize is the fact that our life is not linear you know, I think a lot of times we think, well, I'm going to do this, and then I'm going to do this, and I'm going to do this, and I'm going to end up here. But that's not how life goes. Some of the most interesting people have taken paths that were just windy roads or, you know, just a zigzag pattern to get them where they are now. And it's funny because they'll tell you that I never thought I'd end up here. But you ask them, are you happy with how it turned out? Yeah. Yeah, I can't imagine doing anything else. My goal is to fly, and that's what I will do. I don't know that I'm going to have a job or a career in aviation as a pilot, but that's what my goal is, and that's what I'm working toward. So after two years of attending classes, making the dean's list all four semesters, mind you, while working full-time, I ended up deciding that... Um, well, it's hard to afford to do that. You know, I've heard people say, well, I was back when I was your age, I put myself through school. I just worked hard and went through it. And, and that sounds great. And I'm sure you could back then. But, you know, it's getting harder and harder to attend school, especially without scholarships or financial aid. And I've found that it's difficult to try and balance not only the class load, but also the workload of having to support yourself and pay for the things that you own while you're in school. So I decided to take some time off and to come back to truck driving. It's the easiest way I know of to, to make a living, to pay bills, and to save money. And the stressful part or the tough part about this job right now is just the balancing of 
paying bills and not getting into debt. You know, it seems as human beings, whenever we get more money, we want to spend more. And that's the strike, uh, strife and the struggle that I'm dealing with now is there are just so many things I'd like to purchase. But I need to remember the reason I'm out here, the reason I'm doing this, and the reason I'm spending so much time away from home is so that I can afford to finish this training and to get that career. Well, guys, I didn't want to talk your ear off today. I thought I'd just do a short little short little podcast today, a short little episode to just get the ball rolling. You know, frankly, one of my goals is to be able to make it through an episode without using words that we fall back on, those confidence words such as uh, um, and well. Also, another one that I have, it's not one word, it's two, but how many times have you heard someone say, you know, you know, you know, or another word would be like? Honestly, I can't tell you how many people I've heard during my time in college. You hear people say things like, things such as, well, like, I went over the mall the other day, and, like, it was like this, and like, and like, and like that, and like this, and now, uh, yeah, that, that is just not the way I ever want to talk. And I hope that as you guys follow along with me and as you listen, I hope that if you hear me using words like that, falling back on words like that, or falling back on on using proper grammar, I hope that you would drop me a line and let me know about it. Help me to improve myself. Not only that, but also let me know what you think. Is there something you'd like to hear me talk about? Is there something that you think I should address? Is there a question you've had about the trucking industry, about how things are done or why they're done a certain way? You know, I'd really love to tell you about some of the ideas I have. And I do think that they would make the industry safer as a whole. I think a lot of times we have laws that are enacted and they're done with good pretenses. You know, the saying is, the road to hell is paved with good intentions. And I think that's the case whenever it comes to a lot of the laws and the enacted rules that are in the transportation department, whether it be aviation or trucking or whatever it be. And I'd like to talk to you about those and kind of give you my insight and my ideas as to what we need to do to make things safer out here. And to make things better, the goal is not to hurt truck drivers. The goal is not to hurt trucking companies. And the goal is also not to allow trucks to drive 24-7 with no rest. But there can be a balance there somewhere where we can be safe but yet still be profitable. And that's where we need to be. So, guys, I really want to thank you for coming along and spending some time with me today. And let me know how things turned out. If there's something I could do differently that you think would help, definitely drop me a line, send me an email, or drop me a message on here and let me know. Furthermore, if you think the audio could be fixed or it could be better in some way, let me know on that as well. I apologize for my voice today. I've got a little bit of a sore throat and some drainage going on, but uh, I was just really happy to make it through for the first episode, first podcast. So guys, thanks for joining me today. You guys have a 
safe and happy week, and I'll talk to you later on. Take care now. Thank you.